One of the biggest news weeks in a while. Massive rumor that Nintendo Switch dev kits are being sent out. While I may not believe it, I do have an interesting take on it. So much new Mario movie merch is hitting stores. So much Pikmin news, Zelda news, Pokemon news. There's a lot. Let's get into it. Well, 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 I knew this was your favorite Nintendo News Podcast because you are back on the Mario Matter episode number 45. Today is July 5th as a posting, July 4th as a recording. So that is all the news in the video from around this time frame in the past week. Now, if you see some fireworks in the back, you won't because... None are happening right there, but today as of recording, as I said, is the 4th of July. Can I show you that? Come on, phone. It is July 4th at 6.38. Yes, I actually just got back home from a trip, so it is the evening time. You know, normally I like to do these in the morning, in the afternoon, something like that. You know, do the podcast, pay off bills. You know, I don't pay the... Getting out of debt here, right? I'm, I'm getting out of debt. I'm not in debt. We're just trying to pay the bills with the podcast here. So, you know, you, you, you get the bread in the morning. You do, you do the stuff. But anyways, it's 4th of July. Doesn't matter to you because it's, it's July 5th now. What are we talking about today? Pokemon news. We have Zelda news. We have Nintendo staff getting approval ratings. I mean, there's so much stuff. A big rumor of Nintendo Switch dev kits being sent out. I'll get into what the heck a dev kit is if you have zero idea. It's a pretty jam-packed news week. When I was making notes for this, I mean, it was longer than normal. And I feel like I always say that, and it doesn't actually end up being longer than a normal podcast would be. But it definitely felt long while making these notes. It took me like an hour to make all the notes for this podcast. You know, it's a lot. We, you know, we got the Mario Matter hat right here. It's going down, guys. We got a whole lot. Now, I will say there is only one segment uh, of like a big chunk of news. So we have the headline segment. We have the one big segment. And then we have the answering your question segment. The reason why there's only one like big news segment is because, well, a lot of the pieces of news, while there's a lot of news, you know, there's not much that we can turn into like a big, long, you know, few minute segment. But uh, to make up for it, to make up for that, I will kind of be going more into depth on the headlines that we have. I feel like when I read these headlines, I'm like way too quick. I'm like, this happened. All right, next one, you know? So I'm going to go into more depth on these headlines that we have here because it is still great news. With that said, I don't want to waste any of your time. For those watching the premiere on YouTube, for those watching after the fact, for those listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen, you are welcomed on the Mario Matter Let's go ahead. Let's not delay what you want to hear. Let's jump into all the news from the past week in the world of Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, we're just not messing around here. I mean, it's 4th of July. We're going back one week ago. It's July 5th as of posting. What is 5 minus 7? That's actually negative 2. So if you subtract June by 2, you you, you get June 28th. You know, that's just a fine day. So if I'm doing my uh, math correctly, that is a Wednesday. That was when we posted the last podcast. If you enjoyed that, let me know. Because honestly, that episode did like, I think that was our best or sorry, most viewed episode ever, which is like, you know, 
I always make my episodes as high of quality as they can be, you know, put things on screen, bring my all. But I mean, you know, like that was, I don't know. There wasn't like a big bang in that video. Like I expect when they announce a brand new console and I talk about it, I expect that podcast to do the best. Not that one where I was talking about, you know, Shantaro Furukawa saying this and that, you know, I mean, I thought it was a great episode and it, and it for sure deserved it. But I mean, man, I didn't expect it. I'll say that. Anyways, let's go ahead. Let's jump in. So, as I said, one week ago, that would bring you to June 28th. What the heck happened on June 28th? A good amount of stuff here, right? Let's begin here. <sighs> Guys, Nintendo staff. I mean, we love them all. You know, you have Shigeru Miyamoto. You have... What's his name? Shantaro Furukawa. You have the Zelda guys like Eiji Aonuma. And excluding Eiji Aonuma, a few Nintendo employees actually got approval ratings from, I believe this is the shareholders giving them ratings, and they got approval ratings here. And the the, the lowest one might actually shock you. Okay, so it's six employees or people who have worked closely with Nintendo, and they got a percentage of how good they are doing, obviously 100% being the best, and 0% being the worst, although no one got below an 80, so let's go through. Should we start, should we go highest to lowest? Okay, so the highest, three guys are tied for the highest, so the employees who got 95.53%, three got the exact same thing, Ko Shiota, Satoru Shibata, and the one that and the, the one that you might know, because uh, I didn't know either of those last two guys. The one that you might know is Shinya Takahashi, who also got a ninety-five point five three. He does most of the directs. Uh, you'll 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 see him next to uh, what's the other guy's name? Yoshiaki Koizumi. Uh, in the Nintendo directs, he was in the last one. They all got ninety-five point fifty three. Now, if we go, if we drop down one, we go to Chris Melodondri, who is the Illumination CEO, but I guess he's he's going to be on here because they were working on the Mario movie. You know, he was in some of the directs. He's a big part here. He got a 94.48, so still a very, very solid rating. That is what you would want. And then we drop one down. This shocked me, and I don't think it really, like, represents him as a person, because I'm sure he's fantastic, obviously never met him or spoke to him, but I'm sure that this guy is fantastic, right, I'm sure, Shigeru Miyamoto, creator of Mario, creator of Donkey Kong, if I, if I have that right, uh, got a 92.17%, which is obviously still fantastic, I'm just saying, you know, I would give, I would give Shigeru Miyamoto a 100, if I was running this dang poll here, I, I, I would do it, and I, I don't even know the guy, you know, is he not bringing, like, free fruit snacks to the office and, like, hand them out? I think a good resolution for Miyamoto is you start showing up to the office and you start bringing, like, you know, Baskin-Robbins for all the employees there. Bring them a free copy of Super Mario RPG. Like, you know, whatever you gotta do and give all the shareholders, like, you know, free switch online vouchers. Like, I'm, you know, this is how you become a company man. I'm just kidding. Obviously, he doesn't really run that part. He, he couldn't do that. I'm just joking with you. But who got the lowest rating? It's the only one that we have left and the one that you might actually be thinking about. 
Shantaru Furukawa, Nintendo president right now, got an 83.77. Okay, talk about being a company man. This guy is not bringing sandwiches to the office. He, okay, Shantaru Furukawa just must be walking in with like a briefcase, a pen, and just gets right to work, ignores everybody. Like no one likes him. I'm kidding. I'm sure he's great. This is not even like all the employees voting on this. I mean, it's just, I'm sure he's great. An 80% rating is still pretty good. An 83.77 approval rating, like, I probably wouldn't complain. Though, I mean, it's a decent amount, you know, not giving you a good rate. Like, it's, it's got to be a little bit upsetting for him, as it's maybe not as high of a score as he would want. But those are all of the approval ratings. <sighs> that were revealed on June 28th. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the guys. I can't give my own personal input. Those came out. It sounds pretty accurate. I mean, Shantaro Furukawa, he seems great. I don't know the guy, but he does seem a little distant, and Nintendo's not giving the fans what they want. I'd probably give him dang 83 too. Anyways, after that, guys... June 28th, which was last Wednesday, I believe this was the day, the Pikmin 4 demo has released along with an overview trailer of the game. Now, we bring this to you because we did mention it on the last podcast, hey, you know, June 28th is the day the demo releases, but an overview trailer has came out, and, you know, ever since we were speculating about a Direct coming this summer, which, already, which uh, you know, already happened, People were saying, you know, we need a Pikmin 4 Direct. I never really believed that we need a whole Pikmin 4 Direct. I, I kept saying, we, we just need an overview trailer that shows you this, shows you that, walks you through this. And lo and behold, we got that overview trailer. Now, if you do not know what an overview trailer is, it's basically a four to seven minute trailer that... Nintendo posted posts um, kind of in the lead up to a big first party title launching and it just kind of goes through certain aspects of the game, new features, new characters, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to go and watch that and learn more about Pikmin 4, that is currently on their YouTube channel. But the other part of the headline is the demo is out now. So if you are just craving some Pikmin 4, you can't wait any longer. If you've been under a rock, the demo is out now. And if you need some motivation to play the demo as if the demo itself is not already enough, listen here, my friends. If you beat the demo, you actually get a free Ochi Rider costume in the mobile Pikmin Bloom app. So, I've never played Pikmin Bloom, and I, you know, I probably should. I, I'm, I'm not a good Nintendo fan for not playing Pikmin Bloom. I hear it's not like Pokemon Go, but similar in the way that it uses your location. That's what I've been told, but never actually played it. So, it appears that you can customize your me in the game and get an Ochi Rider. So it's it's kind of like that Halloween costume where it looks like some alien is like grabbing you if you know what I'm talking about. It's just like that, but you're like walking and it looks like you are riding Ochi. It's like a big Ochi dog. 
like around your waist. It's sick. Like it's sick. So if you beat the demo, you can get that in the mobile game. I assume it has to do with your Nintendo account being linked. So I assume to beat the demo, you have to use the same account as you do on your Pikmin Bloom uh, account and game. I assume it has to be the same account. That's how you would do it. Now, if you're asking me, I have not played or beat the Pikmin 4, ugh, Pikmin 4 demo. We gotta, gotta, gotta pronounce words here, guys. We're on, we're on a podcast. You have to do that. That's, you know, number one rule of podcasts. Pronounce words. Anyways, guys, I have not played it or beat it because I am still in the middle of trying to beat Pikmin 4. Uh, Jesus, Pikmin 2. Pikmin 2. I'm still in the middle of this, guys, and you know what? I'm not sure that I'm going to beat it on time before Pikmin 4 releases, and if I don't, if I cannot do that, if it's not at all possible, I'm going to be streaming it for hours on end until I beat it. I don't care what anybody says. I will beat Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3 before Pikmin 4 releases. I will stream for 10 hours if I have to. Maybe not 10 hours, but... I will stream for a while until I get it. And what's the, what's the difference if I stream it? Well, one, you can watch me do it and watch me panic as the time keeps on ticking until Pikmin 4 releases. And it'll motivate me to actually beat the game. And if I'm going to play a game for nine hours, I would want you to watch it. So I don't think it'll be that long. But if, it, you know, worst comes to worst, I'm doing it. I'm playing for however long it needs to be. So Anyways, Pikmin 4 demo and overview. If you're a big Pikmin fan, go play it. Or if you're a brand new Pikmin, I guess newcomer, I should say. And, you know, you see all the hype for Pikmin 4 and and you're like, I've never played a Pikmin game in my life. I've heard about it. I've never played it. The demo is for you. Pikmin 4 is set to be the biggest, the baddest game yet in the Pikmin franchise. And, I mean, you don't lose by playing the the demo. You know, it's time-consuming. It's fun. You're relaxing. You know, maybe you play it on a weekend. It's summer right now. If you're, you know, if it is summer right now, you know, obviously in some places it's it's winter. But, you know, you're just chilling. Pikmin 4. You know, you, you can't lose. And, by the way, if you beat it, free Ochi Rider in Pikmin Bloom. So, no loss here. Go and get the demo right now or else... Ochi dies. Bam. Anyways, next we have a bit of Pokemon news. Pokemon Galaxy Buds. Guys, Galaxy Buds. Does, does, does anybody use Galaxy Buds? I mean, maybe you do. But I feel like majority of people use AirPods over like, you know, some, some Galaxy Buds. Anyways, Galaxy Buds X Pokemon collaboration. What the heck is this? Some... Hold the phone. What is this? So my first thought when I read this headline that they were collaborating is, oh my gosh, this is sick on the actual Galaxy earbuds, the wireless earbuds themselves. It would have Pokemon faces. No, 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 no. That's not at all what this is. So the Galaxy wireless earbuds are the exact same as they would be if you bought them standard. No Pokemon collaboration. The only difference is the case is custom. Now, when buying Galaxy X Pokemon uh, earbuds, you are able to buy a special Jigglypuff case, a special Ditto case, or a special Snorlax case. You know, whichever one you want. Now, if you're asking me, I'm picking the Snorlax one. Uh, Maybe Ditto. 
Maybe Jigglypuff. You know, I'm picking one of them. If I'm at the store, I'll pick one. But honestly, I think while it would have taken a bit more effort, it is kind of a missed opportunity to not have the actual earbuds themselves. Uh, you know, have the Pokemon faces on it. Because honestly, if they had that, I probably wouldn't buy Galaxy Buds. But it'd be a lot more interesting. And you for sure would sell more of your Galaxy Buds and try to compete with AirPods. Next thing you know, AirPods has the Pikmin collaboration where there are Pikmin in your ears. That won't happen. Apple doesn't collaborate like that. But... I mean, it'd, it'd be sick. Imagine Pikmin earbuds. Okay, hold on. That has to be a thing. That has to be a thing. Someone has to make Pikmin earbuds, and if they haven't, if you're out there, I mean, that's a million-dollar product right there, but you do have to get licensed by Nintendo. Anyways, Pikmin earbuds, Pokemon, Samsung Galaxy buds. The, the, the Pokemon part is actually real. There are no Pikmin earbuds that I know of, but... Those are out. They are announced. Actually, are they out yet? Maybe I'm... I might have just lied to you, actually. They they have been announced. And they will cost... The the pro versions will cost $153. And uh, the Pokemon... The, the standard ones are 100 bucks. If you have Galaxy Buds already, these cases can be bought for 30 bucks. So, no biggie. But, yeah. So, go and grab them before they are gone forever, because I feel like that's one thing that might actually end up being rare. Anyways, then also on June 28th, the last piece of news for June 28th, guys, we have four Sega Genesis games that have made their way to Nintendo Switch Online. Honestly, I'll tell you. I did not own a Sega Genesis, nor do I have a Sega Genesis. I could not tell you what these games are about. However, if you are interested, there is a trailer on Nintendo's YouTube channel and their Twitters and their all, all, all the medias, right? It's everywhere. So the four games that have come over to Switch Online are Crusader of Senti, excuse me, Ghouls and Ghosts, Landstalker, and the Revenge of Shinobi. So, as I said, have not played the games. However, maybe I'll have to give them a good shot. You know, if they're adding games, I mean, you must be pretty proud of the games. I don't think I'll lose by playing them since, since I already have Switch Online. Maybe I'll, I'll have to jump in. Although, is that Switch Online expansion pack or is that normal Switch Online? Oh, it's expansion pack. Oh, gosh. So, I won't be playing it in the first place. Never mind that. But if you have the expansion pack, there you go. Four new games. Not much to, uh, you know, go into there. But there is a 1 minute 55 second trailer on the YouTube. Go and check it out. Now, guys, this next announcement on June 29th is a big one. If you're a Mario movie fan, I mean, honestly, I'm still shocked... That there is much Mario movie news in the news on the podcast. I'm still a bit shocked by that. But, however, Jax Pacific, the company who makes great Mario movie figures. And also, not to mention, this Mario plush behind me and this Luigi plush behind me. They make those too. Also, this Luigi figure. You know, I have a lot of this Jax Pacific figure type stuff. It's good quality. I like it. 
Do I think they could have partnered with, with someone better? Admittedly, yes, because these toys, these plush are creepy sometimes. Like, the Peach figure is creepy. But, maybe they have, they've, they've taken some feedback because they have released four new action figures, two new playsets, six new minifigures, an inflatable Bowser sports game, my lord, we'll get into that, and a Mario RC car. Let's go through real quick what these are. So, the four new action figures, and, and, and by the way, if you hear something that you like, every single one of these products is slowly rolling out. Like, these figures are slowly hitting targets, hitting online retailers. They're all kind of coming out slowly. I heard that these four figures and more are showing up at targets here and there walmart you know all these places anyways the four figures that'll cost 20 bucks each are the motorcycle outfit peach the cat mario figure the kamek comic ever since that last direct when they showed off kamek or comic and they pronounced his name comic i hate calling him comic i always thought that his name was pronounced kamek I'll call him Comic, Comic figure and a Tanuki Mario figure. So two new Mario's, one new Peach, and a Comic figure. Now I will say, I think the Tanuki Mario is probably the best one out of all the Mario's. That's my opinion, though. Out of these, I'll probably buy the Comic one. Uh, I'm not, I'm not in a rush to buy that because I already have some Mario movie merchandise. Uh, but if I do buy any of these, it'll be the comic one, and if you know, if I see it, if I see that Target one one day, then I'll probably buy it there. Apart from that, we have two new playsets. So, for example, if you look behind me here, if, sorry, audio only, only listeners, you probably love me right now. There is a little Mario movie like plumbing van back here. Uh, that actually, you know, it it opens up and it becomes this playset where. It has a mini Mario figure. It can go like, like through a bunch of pipes and stuff. It's like a playset. It's like those. You know, okay, please, someone remember this. Does, did anybody else have this like Batman playset? I'll put it on screen. This Batman playset. Uh, I forget how to describe it. It like opens and closes, and it was just like so random, but it was so cool. Did anyone have that? Let me know. It's just like this kind of stuff. Two new playsets. The first one being Bowser's Island Castle. So, this is where they met up with Bowser. As you see it, you probably recognize it from the movie. It's got interactive jail cells, hanging spike balls or mace balls, and rolling wheels, it says. Although, I don't see those in the picture, but that is what the listing says. Now, this will obviously include a 1.25 inch very specific one and a quarter inch Bowser figure all for a grand total guys guess how much my guess was 20 bucks and I was pretty close it is 30 bucks um I mean I have to see how big it is in person because it's kind of hard to tell through a photo but it doesn't look that big big enough to be 30 bucks but I mean I'm not too interested in buying it so it all works out but I mean, realistically, 30 bucks isn't that bad for a playset like that. Check it out. It'll be in retailers soon, if not already. And then there's also one more playset, the Donkey Kong Stadium playset. So this is obviously where 
Mario and Donkey Kong had fought. Mario beat him up. Although, I'm, I'm not going to act like Donkey Kong didn't put the beating on Mario either. You know, I'm, I'm not going to act like Mario just easily won that. Though, I'm probably spoiling the movie for you. Anyways, this playset, what's cool here that I do not believe the Bowser one has, is you can actually very easily open and close this playset, similar to that Batman one that I had mentioned earlier. It opens and closes, making it easy to store in the corner of your basement or wherever you see fit, you know? It's real easy and can get real compact. Now, what is cool about the playset, you might ask? It has interactive question blocks, interactive beams, and more. It includes a one and a quarter inch Donkey Kong figure and along with him, a mini barrel. Now this all costs 20 bucks, so $19.99, 10 bucks cheaper than the Bowser playset. Honestly, when I look at these playsets, while the Bowser one might be bigger, I almost see like the same value in them. Like, I feel like they should have been the exact same price. Like, they both should be either 20 bucks or both be 30 bucks. Like, I get the appeal the, the appeal of having one be cheaper. Oh, my camera's about to die. So, as I'm saying, I get the appeal of one of these being cheaper. I might have to cut actually right here. I get the appeal, right? But just make them the same price. I'm going to cut right now. Let me plug in this dang camera before it dies. One second. Oh, yeah. No way, Jose. We're not having any cameras die on your favorite Nintendo News podcast. I mean, it, it would just never happen, you know? It's never happened, never will happen. We're just back. That's actually the second time in a row we had to cut the podcast. I think last time we did... Oh, no, sorry. Last time I cut the podcast was on my members-only podcast, not last Wednesday. So, I do members-only podcasts for YouTube channel members. If you want to become a member, link in description. I cut the podcast there. How did me having a camera die turn into me promoting my channel membership? I have zero idea. Anyways, after those, after those two playsets, we have six new 1.25, so one and a quarter inch minifigures of the Mario movie. Honestly, I don't know if I see much appeal in these little tiny minifigures. I don't know. But if you're balling on a budget, these will all cost you six bucks. And they also include a question block that expands and shows as a background and kind of acts as a playset. So obviously, if you're watching the video podcast, you'll see what I mean on screen. Like it opens up and acts as a playset. The figures that you'll have are General Koopa, Shy Guy, Cat Mario, Dry Bones, Goomba, and Tanuki Mario. So th those are not all one set. You can buy them individually for six bucks each. Honestly, as I just said, if you're balling on a budget, that is a pretty good pickup. Any of those guys, and there's so many options. So very cool. And then, guys, one of the most questionable pieces of Mario Movie merch has hit retailers. It's hit the onlines, the offlines, your your backyard at this point. There's an inflatable Bowser battle sports game. Okay, let me break down what this is for you. I saw this the other day, and I didn't know what I was looking at, all right? So, this is a 42-inch inflatable Bowser. 
It includes two three-inch fireballs, which are obviously not real fireballs. That would be a fire hazard, especially for little children. They are what I assume little plastic balls. And you throw these quote-unquote fireballs into his hands, which are actually turned into nets. So it's like if I'm Bowser and my hands are out, hand hand one and hand two are just nets. It's like a basketball net, but it's like, you know, it doesn't go through the net. It's like you throw the balls to the net and they, he catches them in his hands it's a cool little sports game. Now, my only thing, like, I'll stand up right now, and I'll be off camera, right? Like, I am off camera as I stand up on this podcast. 42 inches is, like, at my chest. Like, it's not super tall, but it's also, like, not tiny either. And I just wonder, like, is it mainly for kids? Because, like, if my dad plays this, and, and, and he's, like, six foot... Give me give me a 6'2 guy. Like, you're going to be aiming down. It's a little bit difficult. I just feel like... And, you know, obviously, I don't expect some, like, 9-foot Bowser. You know, I, I don't expect that. But it's just like... I, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it'll, 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 it'll be more enjoyable for the children's. Now, I won't complain too much because it is priced at $39.99. Which, which is honestly... That's like a dollar per inch on the Bowser. I mean, pretty much. I mean, is that a good deal? Cause if that if that was the case, like imagine they would make you a custom Bowser, dollar per inch. If that was the case, I'd probably I'd probably pay for like a for like a ninety inch one. I'm kidding. I would not pay for that. But it's really not a bad price. I just think this piece of merch is odd. I mean, you're making figures, you're making plush. Oh boy, a sports sports battle set. Like it's just a random, but you know, it looks kind of fun. Fun but odd. One more piece of Mario movie merch before we can move on to Pikmin, Pokémon and all sorts of Nintendo topics. We have a pretty cool one. Now, I do like this expansion. After making figures, after, after, you know, making plush, I do like this expansion. You have a Mario RC car. Now, this is not totally new. I mean, the car is, but, you know, we've seen in the past many Mario RC cars get made. All, all different companies like to make them. They all get licensed. It's not totally brand new. And so, this RC car, though, is pretty quality, it appears. Not had my hands on it, but based on the specs... Being usable up to 100 feet away requires eight AA batteries, which must mean, you know, it's it's pretty quality. I do not know how fast it goes. No one told me, but it'll cost you 50 bucks. So you could actually buy two Donkey Kong play sets. If I can do quick math, six times six. Gosh, 6, 12, 18, 24, 30, 36. You can buy all the minifigures and you can buy two action figures before buying the Mario RC car for 50 bucks. A little bit of a hefty price and I think their most expensive piece of Mario movie merch. <clears throat> but 
if you're into that kind of stuff, it might just be worth it for you. Or, you know, if you're still of the age of Christmas, you can wait until then. You know, birthdays, that kind of stuff. You know, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a Mario RC car, but if you want to do that, be my guest. Because it sounds quite fun. Like, if I was given one, you know, I'm taking it and I'm running with it and I'm playing with it. But I wouldn't go out and buy one. So, if that's your jam, more power to you. Then we move on to more non-Mario movie news. I believe that is all the Mario movie news for this podcast. So if that's all you're here for, click off now. If that's what you're not here for, you can breathe a sigh of relief as that is not going to be happening any longer. But if you're a Pikmin fan, we have even more news for you here, guys. And it's a little bit questionable. It has me questioning this demo, okay? So... This is very cool. This headline is cool. The headline reads, you can earn 200 platinum points from Pikmin 4 demo at retailers. So from what it looks like and from what I've seen, it appears to be North American retailers like Target, Walmart, Best Buy, and GameStop. But the only thing is, once you play the full demo, a QR code will pop up, you scan it with your My Nintendo, and then you, you're able to get 200 Platinum Points. Here's my biggest concern. I've not played the demo, but I hear it's not crazy long, but like, not like 5 minutes, right? Like, no demo is 5 minutes long. If you're doing these in stores, like, I assume it's not going to be the full-length Pikmin 4 demo. That you have to beat and then you get platinum points like i assume it's like one day of pikmin or it's like you know one little challenge there's no shot that you have to do the entire demo and then and then you know you have the qr code no one is spending that kind of time in target i mean if i spend that much time playing the full demo in Target, I'll be in Target for longer than I've ever been in Target. Like, it'll be insane. So there's no shot. Zero shot. They make you play the full thing. Now, what's cool though, is in the announcement for this store retailer demo kind of thing, they also revealed that these platinum points, they kind of have to give you a reason to go and do this whole event. They said these platinum points can be revealed, oh sorry, oh sorry, used on Things like a sticker set. So, a My Nintendo Pikmin 4 sticker set is coming. I'll put it on screen. Beyond that, Pokemon news, guys. Pokemon news. You have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet updated to version 1.3.2. Guys, it's a performance fit. They're not going to fix performance. Guys. You know, it's not happening in the near future. But we do have an update. 1.3.2. Guess what changed in this Pokemon Scarlet and Violet update? Just please have a guess. You know, maybe new 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 Pokemon, maybe new, you know, I don't know. What would even change? New DLC, you know, making way for the DLC to release. No, guys. Here are the patch notes. There's one patch note. Mechanic adjustments have been made for upcoming live tournaments. So, it doesn't affect you, it doesn't affect me, unless you are playing in these live tournaments. I assume that you're not, there's a pretty low chance that you are. But, 
mechanic adjustments have been made. Very mandatory, right? You know, you could you could just probably stay on the previous version and you wouldn't notice a thing. Now, maybe they also went in there and fixed like, you know, very, very tiny issues that you don't even have to specify on patch notes. But either way, there's an update. Download it. Bam. Not too much, though. Then, guys, general Nintendo news. We always like general Nintendo news. You know, not game-focused, but Nintendo. It's great seeing them be human and, 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 you know, actually do normal human things rather than just talk about other games. What I mean by this is they are sponsoring a gaming and anime expo convention called DreamCon. Obviously happening this year. I believe it is from July 28th to July 30th in Texas, and they're sponsoring. So what this means is they're not going to announce games or anything like that, but you can assume they'll bring things like live tournaments, appearances, things like this. Now, DreamCon, I'll be honest, I never heard of this convention in my life. Have you? Maybe you have. Maybe I'm the one under the rock here. I don't know, it sounds, you know, DreamCon, that sounds like a place full of dreams, you know, I don't know, I've never been there, but anime and gaming, if that's you, maybe you want to book your flight to Texas, it better be in Texas, if I have that wrong, you know, I'm going to look real stupid, you will never come back, I obviously have notes here, yeah, it's, it's, it's in Austin, Texas, guys, I'm not stupid, I, you know, I'm very, very real with these notes on the podcast you know if i'm wrong cut me off don't don't do that because i would probably be cut off by now but you know please you know give me a tr- trust me right okay anyways more more pokemon news next <laughs> more pokemon news we actually have a little burst of pokemon news beginning with pokemon unite all right so mewtwo is arriving in Pokemon Unite on July 21st, which is actually a colliding date with Pikmin 4. What's weird is this July 21st date is getting stacked. You have Pikmin 4, you have the Pyra and Mithra amiibo, and now you have Mewtwo coming to Pokemon Unite. And God knows what else is happening on July 21st. I would not be surprised if there are more things happening then. But... It's self-explanatory. There's no real info on Mewtwo, uh, Mewtwo him herself. It's not like a gender thing. It's like they, it, it can be both, right? Like Pokemon are like both. Gender. You know, nothing. No real info has come out on Mewtwo in the game. If we get it, we'll let you know. But this is mainly as a way to celebrate the two-year anniversary of Pokemon Unite. That's going down. Obviously, I'm sure they don't want to collide on the July 21st date, but it makes the most sense to your anniversary. Bam! Pokemon Unite fans are happy right now. I used to be a big Pokemon Unite guy. I would stream it. And then, you know, it's 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 a great game. I just, like, fell out of love. Like, I, you know, I haven't played it in, like, over a year. It's It's been a while. It's been a while. Then, guys, more Pokemon news. Kind of some some sad Pokemon news, but it's one not even fully Pokemon. Two, it doesn't affect you. 
Anyways, the Pokemon Go developer Niantic, as you may know, as it pops up on the screen every time that you load up Pokemon Go. Niantic, you know, you know the name Niantic. They are shutting down an, an office and they're laying off 230 plus employees. That's a lot of employees. What are they going to do? You know, they were working for the great Pokemon Go game, Niantic, all that. And now they just are being laid off. It, it, it must suck. I, I, I'm sorry to the employees. But how did word break here? Well, an email from Niantic was sent out to employees and was obtained by Kotaku. Now, what does this email say? We have some quotes from the email. One of these quotes being way longer than the other one. Let's begin with, with the short one. A big little excerpt in the email says, Expenses grew faster than revenue. I mean, that's pretty much why you would lay off you know, any amount of employees if, you're, if you need to kind of cut back and get your revenue in check and cut down your expenses. You know, it makes sense. That's why you would lay, lay off employees anyway. Then the other relatively long quote, I'll read it quick so I won't have like a big thing on screen that, you know, shows the quote. I'll go through it quick. Quote, today's highly competitive mobile gaming market requires dazzling quality and innovation. It sure does. It also requires strong monetization and a social core which can drive viral growth and long-term engagement. Teams need platform tools that are force multipliers, enabling them to build at the highest quality with powerful engagement features quickly and efficiently. Our AR map and platform must deliver the features that developers want in a robust and reliable way. We have not met our goals in all of these areas. So that is the quote. Essentially, as we've spoke already, cuts had to be made, expenses getting a little too high for how much Niantic can, you know, can afford. You gotta, you gotta, gotta pay these people. And, you know, ever since those Pokemon Go changes, you know, revenue may, may, may drop a little bit. You know, they, they started charging for more and you're just not, I mean, while it might only, you know, increase your revenue, if you're like me, I'm going to retaliate. I'm going to protest Pokemon Go for making me pay for certain things. They lost my revenue. I remember being outside of a hotel. It must have been in, in like Pittsburgh. And I saw a Raichu. And I had no Pokeballs. It was like day. It was like week three Pokemon Go. Like, like 2016 type stuff. And I had no Pokeballs. And I bought like... 10 or whatever, or like, you know, whatever bunches they, they come in. And I still didn't catch it because not cause I couldn't. Well, I mean, yeah, but like it ran away, but not in the sense that I was trying to catch it. And then it ran away. It just like disappeared. Like I tried to buy the pokeballs and I come back and it's gone. I'm like, what happened? So I panically, I, I like refreshed the game and it's, it's still gone. It, it was like the worst day ever. Not actually. Cause that was a very small part of the day. And then I used the pokeballs later to catch a good Pokemon. I forget what it is, but 
my Ryushu is out there somewhere. Maybe he he fled to like Australia. Or, you know, I don't even know. Then June 30th news, guys. This one was actually falsely reported. If that kind of hooks you into what I'm about to say, falsely reported news here. Now, what do I mean by falsely reported? Well, the news is accurate. But we're giving credit to the wrong people, and I'm giving credit to the right people here. So, what happened, you might ask? What the heck am I talking about? Well, the Game Boy that survived the Gulf War back in 1990-1991 has left Nintendo NYC. So, if you're confused here, the Nintendo New York store had this Game Boy on display that survived you know, essentially a bombing, and while the outside's roughed up, the Game Boy still works, and because Nintendo thought it was cool, they are displaying it, or they were displaying it, in their New York store. This has now been taken away. I mean, it's been there for as long as I could, you know, remember. I went there in November, and I believe they had it, and now it's gone. Now, many people are just now reporting this, and, you know, obviously so am I, but... They're not crediting the right person. Ladies and gents, may I credit the correct person here? Plain Rock 124, as you may know him, was... I don't know if he was, like, the first one to report it because, you know, maybe there's other, like, small YouTubers out there who pointed it out and, like, no one picked it up. But he brought this up in a video of his over a month ago. I believe it was the one where he was at the launch for Tears of the Kingdom back in May. And he had noticed this and pointed out in the video and like made the thing, asked the employee, and and they said it went back to corporate. Which is the answer that, that we you know we're getting now from these articles. It went back to corporate and that's where it is, which I believe it went back to Redmond, Washington. I think that's what the article said. And you know, I'm not seeing any articles credit him. Now if some are crediting him, you know, God bless. I, 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 I just saw him tweet it out. Like, I broke this story a month ago. Um, and I, I, I wanted to, to, to credit him just because I think it's important. It's important here. It's important to credit whoever did it first. And maybe there was someone before him. If that's you, reach out to me and I'll, you know, take your word for something next time. But, you know. Apart from that, Plain Rock, thank you for your service. Anyways, more Pikmin 4. I mean, like, honestly, there's more Pikmin 4 news on here than I than I remember. There's a lot. There's truthfully a lot, all right? So, we have a few Pikmin 4 pre-order bonuses. One of them being from Best Buy. So, if you have pre-ordered Pikmin 4 from Best Buy, you are able to get a tote bag with your purchase being shipped to you, or if you go pick it up, you can grab a tote bag while supplies last. Now, if I go over on the Best Buy site, I really do not imagine that these have sold out, these tote bags. But yeah, if I hit physical, oh, hold on. Oh, maybe they have. Hold on. Oh, oh no, sorry. Here, it says free tote bag, a $10 value. All right, so tote bags are not sold out, but they're also not, not being well advertised here. I, I barely even knew about it. So there's that. If you want free order from Best Buy tote bag. Guys, 
our next piece of news is, a, is another pre-order bonus. Oh, guys, remind me to almost put, put, it, put it this way. Remind me to never pre-order a game without knowing the pre-order bonus. GameStop is screwing me over. I mean, it's terrible. It's so bad. And it's not their fault. I think it's Nintendo's fault for giving them these terrible pre-order bonuses. So no shade to GameStop. I've pre-ordered Pikmin 4 from GameStop like a month ago. They just now announced the pre-order bonus, and I'm I'm thankful that that there is any pre-order bonus. But guess what it is? It's 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 a pin set. What do you want me to do? I was at the Tears of the Kingdom midnight launch. They gave me this link pin. I'm incredibly grateful. But the fact that I just pulled it out so quick shows that I have nothing to do with pins. What do you do with a pin set? Somebody help me, like, figure this out. What do you do with pins? I saw that, you know, because I I, I, I googled this. I saw that people, like, put them in a... What do you call those things? In, like, those weird textured boards or whatever. Gosh, I'm stupid. And those boards, you know, some are magnetic. They'll put them on, like, a, on like a fridge somehow. You know, I don't know what the heck to do with, with pins. I have zero idea. They just sit on my desk and they sit. What do you want me to do with Pikmin pins? Now, I will say the pins look pretty good. It It's just that, that they're pins. Like... Bro, give me some... Who remembers when, like, some... Okay. My favorite pre-order bonus ever was, I believe it was from Target, which, you know, they barely even do pre-order bonuses anymore. They had a Splatoon 1 water gun. I had it, and it broke. But the fact they used to give out water guns for pre-order bonuses, is, 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 that's insane. That's crazy. We've downgraded to tote bags, pins, and cup covers. I mean, what are we doing here? It's insane, right? Anyways, Pikmin 4. The pins include Ochi, the blue Pikmin, the purple Pikmin, the yellow Pikmin. What's the pink one called? I think it's just a pink Pikmin. Ice Pikmin and a Red Pikmin. Now, I believe it has all the Pikmin except for the white one and the newly revealed Glow Pikmin. I believe those are the only two that are missing because, yeah, you have the blue, blue, red. Yep, all of them. So, those are the only two that are missing. As far as I know, I mean, I'm in Pikmin too, but I know my fair share of all the Pikmin that, that exist. So, should be right there. Then, guys, moving on from Pikmin news for now, I believe there is a little bit more later, but it's just such a big game, you can't really dodge it. That, that actually might be our last bit. Who knows? I write these notes, there's so much news, how do you want me to remember this, you know? It's rough out here, guys. It's 4th of July, people are about to pop some, some fireworks, uh, you know, it's going down. Then, guys, everybody won to switch. We actually have yet to discuss this game on the podcast, and I'll have you know, one second, I own the game, okay, I own everybody one to switch, I really do own this game, it's real, you know, it's not a fake, it's, 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 it's obviously real, I have not played it yet, 
I have no one to play it with. When I said that on a podcast, I was not joking. I have no one to play this with. Can I probably maneuver it one player? I could probably get some sort of experience with with just me playing. Yeah, probably, sure. So then my second thought was to stream it. You know, let's let's do a live stream of everybody want to switch. You know, great idea. I look into live streaming this and as you know, I'm looking into it, I find this article talking about how people can upload custom profile pictures and there's no filter, nothing like that. So that's immediately a deal breaker for me streaming this game because knowing somebody out there is going to, I'm not trying to see nothing, right? I don't want to see your inappropriate profile picture. Now, obviously, that's a cool thing to add. That would be great in person because, one, in person, you don't care what, what you, you, you probably don't care what their profile picture is. And two, they're right there. If you got a problem, you can confront them. Me streaming? Like, what am I going to do? Someone someone has an has, has an inappropriate profile, but like I'm not gonna do anything. I can't do anything unless you can like kick them out, which I actually should find that out. Because if, if if you can kick them out, I can probably make it work. Anyways, that's why I'm not streaming it. But sorry, I got so sidetracked. What 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 what's the news? What's the news for this game? And I actually got a day one update. Version one point zero point one. For everybody want to switch. Now, do you want to know what was changed on this day one update? One patch note. Various issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. That is all that has happened here with the everybody want to switch update on day one. Now, it's not, you know, unknown or it's not it's not like it hasn't happened before where they've put out day one updates for their games. You know, it happens, and they don't fix much, but maybe they enable this or toggle this setting. Whatever it may be, I'm sure nothing too major changed. But yeah, day one update. So it just sucks, because once you put in the cartridge, you're excited to play. Oh, buddy, there's an update. Sucks, but mandatory stuff. Then still on uh, June 30th here, you know, a whole lot of news for June 30th. This next piece of news is cool. The one after that, I got a bone to pick with. Like, it's not cool. It's not cool. Anyways, guys, we have some Splatoon 3 icons available on the Switch Online service app. I mean, Splatoon icons, like, when these come back, it's a great day. It's just great. You know, who can complain with Splatoon icons? These ones are actually very different, very unique, and just looking at them, I'll probably buy them all. So, these eight icons available on the Switch Online service are all cartooned-themed Inklings, Octolings, whatever you want to call them. They're all, like, cartooned and, like, animated which I think is a super cool art style for these profile pictures. These are all available until July 6th, which is actually tomorrow as of posting the podcast. So you, you'll you'll probably want to get to those quick. They're all 10 platinum points each. And then the uh, backgrounds and the borders are all five platinum points each. So really, you know, if you have 
I'm gonna flex real quick. If you have 2,000 platinum points like like your boy right here, pocket change. Like it's it ain't nothing. 10 platinum. I'm buying them all. Done. Zip. Nada. Splatoon 3 icons are some of my favorite icons. My profile picture right now actually is Link from Tears of the Kingdom. And I probably won't change that, though I will buy these ones in case I go through a new Splatoon phase. So, <laughs> I'll pick those up. Apart from that, guys, as I just said, I have a bone to pick with this next piece of news. I do not like what Disney does here. Disney is not a dirty company. I just don't like this whole marketing thing where you take money and they have no idea. Okay, hold on. Let me explain. Just to put this out there. This is all my opinion, okay? So the headline reads, Disney Speedstorm free-to-play in September. If you do not know what Disney Speedstorm is, this is a Disney racing game that you can buy right now on the eShop for $29.99. However, I believe it is on sale right now for like 20, 24 bucks or so. You, you get the point. You can buy it for 30 bucks when it's not on sale. This is an early access game. Hence why it's becoming free to play in September. What they do is they make a bunch of games. I think as of right now, there's only two. But they have games that are early access. One being Disney Dreamlight Valley. Another, you know, the, the other one being Disney Speedstorm. These are early access games. Disney Dreamlight Valley is scheduled to be free this year. Disney Speedstorm is scheduled to be free in September of this year. My problem is they don't advertise the early access anywhere unless you really dig through their site. Like, okay, I did a test. I went on Nintendo's eShop page on my computer for Disney Speedstorm, if you search for the word early or access anywhere, nothing comes up. It does not say early access anywhere, which you can find, but you have to dig through Disney's site. I just think it's dirty. I just think it's really dirty. And that's just me. This is my opinion. I, just, I, I, I think it's dirty. If it's early access and you're asking people for money and then it's going to be free a few months later, but, the, but you know, they don't know that that's dirty. That's really, really dirty. Now I will back up and I'll say when buying the early access, you get free items, but is that really worth 30 bucks? Like some free in-game items? Not to me. I don't know. And that's 30 bucks at the lowest. That's at the lowest, you know? If we go to Disney Speedstorm price, we scroll to the Nintendo site. There's three sets of levels to buy Disney Speedstorm. Digital Founders Pack for 30 bucks. Ultimate Founders Pack for 70 bucks. Hold on, this is out of order. So, standard is 30, deluxe is 50, ultimate is 70 bucks. Now, as we said, this gets you 
in-game stuff. That's pretty cool. But I'm searching early, phrase not found. If I type in access, um, there are three words that um, show the word access, which grants access to the game, access to Disney Speedstorm. Like, it'll hint at you. It'll say, you know, you have access to Disney Speedstorm. But in no way does this say early access. It just says that it grants you access to the game. So they have to say that somewhere. Like, they, they have to hint that it's early access. But it's not like, okay, if I was going to be, a, you know, a very straightforward company, you know, very transparent company, on the first screen, I would have it say early access in a large yellow banner. I'm looking through these pictures here. Oh my gosh. At the very end, it says early access to Disney Speedstorm. So, okay, maybe I give them credit. It says it somewhere. But that's... <laughs> oh gosh. So it does say early access. But like, you have to you, you have to dig. And I guarantee you, all the people who bought Disney Dreamlight Valley... Sorry, not all. I'm sure some have a brain. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, not, not to offend you. I just like, I, I guarantee you 80% did not know that it was early access. I, I, I guarantee it. I almost didn't know and I almost bought it. And then I saw some article on it saying, don't buy Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's uh, it's early. It'll be free next year. So I didn't buy it. I did not buy it. And I think it's a little bit dirty. Maybe I sound like a Karen. Maybe I'll get canceled. Maybe I'll end up on some Reddit forum where they hate me. You know, I don't even know. Is my camera even focused? Yeah, okay. But, you know, like, I I just, I don't like it. I wish it was more obvious because you're getting people to spend up to 70 bucks on this game where they can play it for free months later. Here's the thing. With Disney Dreamlight Valley... This game was free to play, sorry, was available for early access late last year, 2022. It's free to play later on this year. It's scheduled to be anyway, which is, you know, that's that's honestly fair. Disney Speedstorm, I saw so many people pay for it without knowing it's an early access. Earlier this year, I believe it was around April or May. Um, I think that's right. Was it earlier? Oh, gosh. I believe it was April or May. April 18th, yes. And maybe this isn't you. Maybe you obviously know it's an early access. And if you're paying for it, God bless. I just, I saw so many people be like, yeah, I'm playing the game. And then, you know, I I talked to them. I was like, oh, six. So you paid for the early access? How is it? Because I, I am interested in the game. They're like, wait, it's early access? I'm like, they scammed you. I'm kidding. It's not a scam. But it's like, they gotcha. It's like, they did not know it was an early access, these people that I talked to. They had zero idea. I think that it should be advertised better, you know, apart from being in one picture in the whole slideshow of pictures and videos. I mean, how does Disney Dreamlight Valley have it set up? If we go to the Disney Dreamlight Valley, you know, eShop page, where does it say early access? So first picture, no. Second, no. Third, no. Fourth, no. Fifth, no. Sixth, no. Seventh, no. Eighth, no. Ninth picture, no. Tenth picture, no. Eleventh picture, no. Twelfth. The twelfth. The twelfth slide on the eShop, or this, you know, on on the computer eShop, has 
early access on the on the picture. I mean, come on. It's just so hidden. It's just so I don't like it. I don't like it. I I truly don't. And I probably sound like like a Karen. I just feel bad for anybody that did not know and that would have waited. Now, if you're if, if if you have Xbox Game Pass, I hear it's free on there. God bless. Absolutely God bless. But for Switch, you know, I'm sorry if you if you if you, you know, disagree. And if you have these games early access, more power to you. If it was like Animal Crossing early access, I'm paying that. I don't blame you for buying early access. I just don't like how people did not know that it was early access. I just I, I kind of want to make that clear because I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm complaining about them not totally showing it. I just think it needs to be shown a whole lot more. That's just what I think. I don't like how people didn't know. That's it. That's all I got to say. I don't want this to be blown out of proportion, I guess. You know, that's that's my two cents on it. Anyways, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Disney Speedstorm. Speedstorm comes out in September. I believe it is September 28th, yes. And Disney Dreamlight Valley, I believe, does not have a release date, but it's set to be released this year. Uh, I, I could see that being pushed back one more year. Uh, no confirmation on that, though. If we do get confirmation, I will let you know. Like, the, the website here has nothing nothing really to it. So, I'll let you know if there's any update on release dates there. I think they'll they'll be solid games, for sure. Uh, I'm going to download both. I'm not buying both. But, I don't like the early access model. Then, sorry, sorry. One more thing. The game was always free. It it was always free. You know, like, no one was getting scammed here. I mean, it wasn't... I believe the Save the World part cost money. But, like, Fortnite. Do you remember... And I have not played Fortnite in forever. You know, maybe, maybe it's 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 gone now. When Fortnite... When you were in a, in a loading screen... It used to have this, like, yellow early access sign. That's what this eShop page needs to have on the front. Early access. Because also... I'm not going to lie to you. Early access, I feel like, would also sell. Like, if I put out early access to this podcast, you might want it, you know? I think it would sell. It would be like a big selling point. And then when it's free, it's free. So, everyone knew it was early access. And then when it's free, everyone knows it's free. Download you know, download the dang game. That's, that's my two cents. Anyways, July 2nd news. Now, you'll, you'll, you'll notice... I went from June 30th to July 2nd. July 1st was a Saturday. Bro, nothing happens on Saturday. I pulled up so many articles of news. And I couldn't find anything for July 1st. Now, if you go and look, maybe you'll find something for July 1st. But it's it was either written late, not big enough. So, nothing for July 1st, really. If I missed anything, I'd be happy to be corrected, but I've done my research, nothing. Then guys, July 2nd here. If you're in Australia, I mean, this is the time for you guys. Legend of Zelda Amiibo are potentially returning to Australia. They're getting a restock there, hopefully this November. So, a bunch of the Amiibo, almost every single Zelda Amiibo 
are appealing, are, are appearing, it's been a rough day, 4th of July, I had some ice cream, you know, we're winding down, have been appearing on Amazon Australia, and while they're not in stock yet, I don't believe, because there's no official announcement from Nintendo, if Zelda Amiibo were appearing on your favorite retailer, I mean, you'd probably assume they're, you know, being restocked too, you know, you'd probably assume that. That's what is happening, and these are set to release, as I said, in November 2023. So, if you're an Aussie, if you're out there, you need some dang Zelda amiibo, almost every single one is coming back in stock. Uh, you know, at least the main ones, like the Ocarina of Time Link, Skyward Sword Link, all these main ones, those are all coming back, and look forward to those. And also, make sure that, that you have some some sort of you know notification turned on because you do not want to miss those they will sell out and you'll never get one again for retail price that is a joke they'll probably be back at some point anyways with that said more zelda news so on july 2nd as well two head zelda developers them being hitamaru fujibayashi i hope i said that right and eiji aonuma spoke on being stuck on Zelda games and how they're not worried if they have to make Zelda games for the rest of their life. So this interview was done through RTL News. It's spelled N-I-E-U-W-S. I assume that's like news or something. They did an interview with them and they spoke on, once again, like if these guys are stuck making Zelda games, that could suck in some people's eyes. But not them. Here's what Hitamaru had to say on the matter. One of the head Zelda developers. Quote, I get that question quite often. But I think that the possibilities with Zelda are endless. I never felt like I was stuck. When I come up with an idea, it doesn't necessarily have to do with Zelda. But later, I can still make it part of a Zelda game. Because you can really go anywhere with the series. Then, Eiji Onuma, another head Zelda developer, said, I get bored pretty quickly when I play a soccer slash football game. I already want to do something else after five minutes. But with Zelda, I keep on playing because things like soccer slash football are implemented into the game. The games transcend genre conventions, allowing you to put all kinds of different experiences in them. In that respect, I have all the freedom to explore new ideas. I might be stuck with Zelda, but that's not a bad thing. It's a very comfortable place to be stuck. So obviously, he has no problem with that. I mean, if you're stuck doing what you love, that can't be a bad thing. It just can't be. That's got to be nice. If, if, if you're stuck playing games all day, I mean, you'd probably enjoy that. If you can do it for hours on end, no complaints. That's kind of the, the position. They are all in the Zelda team. Now, I'm sure like some of the lower developers would like to, you know, maybe go and work on something else or get big in a different series, like maybe be the lead developer for a brand new series or whatever the case may be. But these guys, they're, they're Zelda men forever. That's just how it's going to be. And then we scroll, we scroll to July 3rd. We're catching up on the news, guys. Today is July 4th. July 3rd had some news. We have the Lego Mario sets. Now, guys, these Lego Mario sets, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll say, they don't really disappoint. I'll tell you that. 
They certainly don't. And they have not disappointed again, except for maybe the price is a bit disappointing. Lego has announced a Larry and Morton airship Lego set. Now, this set, of course, has Larry and Morton. Also, a little pirate Goomba in the picture. This is going to be 1,062 pieces, and it will cost you 80 bucks to purchase. Now, I'm not going to lie. It looks like a pretty cool set. It would take you some time. Worth the money? That I don't know. For me, with Legos, if it's not super big, I'll display it somewhere like on my desk. I'll display it in my room somewhere. With these, I could probably do that. But 80 bucks for two airships? It's a lot of pieces, I understand. I just like, I just would never pay this. I don't... I'm never paying that for a Lego set. I don't know. I, I I wish it wasn't that expensive. But it's a very cool set either way. And if you want it, it'll be released very, very soon. And let me just verify my notes. I just hate being wrong, guys. I just really don't like being wrong when it comes to any of the news here. As I thought, it is going to be released August 1st, 2023. And go and check it out. You, you can go and pre-order it now. Bam. Lego. That's happening. And then Nintendo is ending their wide care switch repair program in Japan this August. So what is a wide care switch repair? Try and say that 10 times fast. Wide care switch repair. Wide care switch repair. It's probably doable. But because it rhymes, it doesn't really help. So. This is a switch repair service in Japan, similar to what, to what we have in other regions here, right? But the difference is, this is potentially a bit of a cheaper option. Now, what you can do, any difference, is you pay either monthly or annually for this repair service. So you can either pay what translates and what converts to about $1.50 monthly, or you can pay about 15 bucks every year annually. And when doing that, if your switch ever breaks, if you drop it and it's damaged, if it's scratched, if it's, you know, water damaged, you, you can send it in at any time and get it repaired as long as you're paying the $1.50 per month or you're paying the 15 bucks annually. Um, here's the thing. Maybe I'm stupid, but if my switch breaks and then I sign up to start paying a dollar fifty monthly. Can I just do that and then get my switch repaired for like a dollar? Or is that like not how it works? Like, do you have to be a member for like months on end? Because otherwise, bro, if that's not the case, I can just get my switch repaired for a dollar fifty cents. Like that's cr here in in America. These cost like a hundred bucks to repair your switch. They must have some like super technicians in Japan, I tell you. Anyways, now, this is ending. Why is it ending? Well, there's no official reason from Nintendo, but like when all things end, you can probably assume it wasn't doing well, wasn't making them, you know, enough money, wasn't a super big service, 
any of these things. That's why a lot of things shut down. I mean, you, you, you even saw the Pokemon Go studio shut down because they are not making enough money to cover all these expenses. I'm sure Nintendo is not broke, but if it's not making you a whole, you know, a whole lot of money and you're paying people to repair switches, why keep it up? They're shutting it down this August. Although I do hear that you can still buy memberships. So from what I can tell from that information, if you buy an annual subscription right before it shuts down, it's still good for the next year. Because I don't believe that they're going to end, you know, repairing switches in general. I believe that there has to be some way to have your switch repaired in Japan. Uh, but this wide care service is no longer going to be a thing. There's that. I doubt you're even in Japan watching this. If you are, please comment. I I, I want to know if there's someone in Japan watching this podcast or listening to the podcast. If you're on Spotify or Apple or whatever, let me know. Then, guys. For those asking about F0, F0, F1, F2, F3, I mean, these are like keyboard keys at that point. F0 is not a keyboard key. It begins with F1, but F0 is a dying series, if not already dead. And we have a former Nintendo developer speaking on why they think F0 will not return. Who is this former developer? This is Takeya Imamura or Takaya Imamura. I'm not good with Japanese names unless they're very simple like like Shigeru Miyamoto, Shintaro Furukawa, which is actually not super simple, but I've learned like I'm not amazing with that, but you 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 just want to know what he said, right? We'll get to that. This guy says, I think it's because Mario Kart is Nintendo's most popular racing game, and a new F-Zero would cost a fortune. My impression is that Miyamoto is very affectionate about Star Fox. So, you know, you could probably bet that they like Star Fox and F-Zero and all this kind of stuff, but it's probably not coming back because why would it now just for some more background on the guy he worked on f-zero and Star Fox. he's not some rando you know rando intern that 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 was hired and you know knew a little blurble about Star Fox. no like this guy worked on it he's big into that but in terms of a new f-zero it doesn't look good it it doesn't look good Maybe it'll be brought back in spirit. It'll be referenced in some future games. But as for a new F-Zero, good luck. It ain't happening. So there's that for July 3rd news. Then we have a little bit on July 4th. And then we'll get to our big two segments. Which are the... Well, I won't say the, the name of the first news segment. And then we have the answering your question segment. Bam. So, July 4th, Pokemon Home got an update. Now, you might think, what is this update? Well, Pokemon Home was updated to version 3.0.1, and there's a few patch notes for the update, being one, fixed an issue in which Spinda, Spinda, would only appear with one specific pattern of spots when viewed on the status screen. 
Then, fixed an issue in which Pokemon transferred from Pokemon Legends Arceus would be shown as unregistered in the National Pokedex under certain circumstances, and finally, fixed an issue in which ribbons were not being displayed correctly on Pokemon status screens. And then after that, it just says other issues have, have also been addressed to ensure a user-friendly experience. So the three main ones are there, then your little company message at the end. There's that. So I doubt you had run into any of these issues as I haven't. You probably haven't. They're less common, but enough for them to force out a little update. 3.0.1, download it so then you can finally use the Pokemon Home to its fullest capabilities. Go and get that. And then we also have a Tetris X Pikmin announcement. Would you have ever predicted that? I would not have. So, basically, here's the message that Nintendo has put out regarding this event. Quote, Join us for another exciting Maximus Cup featuring a Pikmin 4 theme. Compete in online battles in Tetris 99 mode and collect at least 100 event points to unlock a new in-game theme. Event points are awarded based on rank achieved in each battle you compete in during the event. So, if you know there is a Tetris 99 game on the Switch, if you compete in the online mode and earn as it said, 100 points, and these will get you themes inspired by Pikmin 4. So, if you're a Tetris master, if you're a Tetris professional, this is the time for you. You, you go on there, you show them what you're made of, and after you do that, you make like 20 pounds of ramen and just eat like a king or a queen. This is how you do it, guys. That's how you play Tetris 99. Get your Pikmin themes. And I was actually watching some of the trailer for this Pikmin and Tetris collab. There are Pikmin like blocks on the Tetris. I guess blocks. I mean, all the blocks are made out of like Pikmin phases. It's so cool. Go at, at least check it out. At least play a few games. Then we got something here, guys. Nintendo of Europe. If you're in Europe, oh, things are going down in Europe. Not really. I mean, you probably won't you 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 won't notice anything that, that happened, right? But Nintendo France and Nintendo Benelux have now merged with Nintendo of Europe. So basically, you know, there's two smaller branches. You have France and Benelux. Now they're joining. They're being absorbed being eaten like as if this was was a gario by nintendo of europe it's going down so they're all one little thing now and then in august of 2024 nintendo iberica will also join the nintendo of europe agario group and it'll be number one on the leaderboards that's just how it goes so they're all merging it's a thing. Their corporate form will be changed to Nintendo of Europe SE, which doesn't change much. Like, you're not going to notice much of a difference here, but it is still pretty good news to bring up. And that is actually all of the news for the headline segment. Now, guys, we have a pretty strong Nintendo Switch rumor here. 
that we have to discuss. And even if it's not true, although it's by somebody credible, we got to discuss it and give my piece on it. It's interesting. It's big if true. And if true, I won't know what to do. Let's just go to it. Alright guys, I know a lot of people don't like rumors, and that's why we gotta walk you through why I'm reporting this one, and because it's so big, I feel like I have to at least talk about it, okay? So, here's the rumor. Nintendo Switch development kits are being sent out, and and were specifically sent to a studio, a company based in Spain. So, our rumor here doesn't come from Puro, who leaked the entire Direct a few weeks ago. Doesn't come from, you know, a Jeff Grubb or a Zippo. It comes from somebody named Nash Weedle or at NWeedle on Twitter. Now, what makes them credible? Let's start there. They have leaked a bunch of Metroid Dread stuff. They have leaked... I, you know, pretty much the game itself, and a bunch more around it. Like, I've verified this. They have leaked a lot of Metroid stuff. So, in terms of Metroid, you know, I'd probably trust them. But, here's what they have told us recently. Here is their tweet. Quote, and this translation from Spanish to English is through Game Explained, so thank you. The development unit for the Switch 2 has arrived in Spain. A Spanish studio already has the kit in the face of Nintendo's secrecy policy. That makes no sense. I assume the translation is a bit off, but, you know. It represents a boost in their relationship and indicates that we are in the last phases before the presentation of the console. So, I'll jump into what a dev kit is in a second for those who do not know, but... A Spanish studio, it's arrived in Spain. This could be none other than Mercury Steam, who helped develop Metroid Dread. And this guy leaked a bunch of Metroid Dread stuff. It would only make sense. And if they're going to make a new game for Nintendo, they would want a development kit. What is a dev kit? Well, a dev kit is essentially the console without being the console. So, for example, let me show you on screen. What you see right now is a Wii dev kit. What you see now is an actual Wii. It's like a way for developers to get their hands on the console early so then they kind of know what they're dealing with. They know the specs and they know the hardware, this kind of stuff. But the console is not finalized, so they can't just send that over. So that's kind of what a dev kit is. And because this studio apparently has one, the, the, the thing that I don't agree with here is that I'm seeing a lot of people saying, Oh boy, announcement coming this month in July. No. It's just not. I don't believe so anyway. If they announce Switch 2 in July, do you really think that the games releasing this year, Mario Wonder, 
Detective Pikachu, they would sell. But do you think these sales numbers would be optimized? No. And that is me. Once again, they would sell. They would for sure sell. I'm not saying that it won't sell because obviously the new console would not be out this year. Those games would sell. But would they be optimized? Like, if you announce a brand new console, the focus is on that the rest of the year. Not Mario Bros. Wonder, not anything else. You'd obviously want to let these games release and then announce a brand new console. I think they'll announce it next year. That's my thoughts. It'll release 2025. That's my prediction. But for this dev kit, they're just sending them to developers to get an idea for this Switch 2 or whatever it may be. Now, that's if this is even true. Now, of course, this is a credible leaker. They've leaked Metroid stuff and, you know, Spain studio, Spanish studio. They speak Spanish. You know, it all correlates here, right? <laughs> it all it all makes sense. But a dev kit, it doesn't mean that there's some imminent announcement. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. Now, I'm sure Nintendo is not happy that word has spread that they have sent out a dev kit. I'm sure they're not happy about that, but I don't think that'll make them rush out, you know, putting out a brand new console. It just won't. Because as per every rumor and every piece of news I'll put, it's going to die after like, after after like a week. Like after a week, no one's going to talk about this dev kit being a thing. Like it'll die. So it's not going to rush them. It's not going to change their uh, plans or anything. It's just out there now. A dev kit was supposedly sent and that's it. Now, do I believe this? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I could see it. It, it. it certainly makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You'd want to get that out if they're making you a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it. Especially because it's not some random rumor. It's like by a guy who leaked a Metroid Dread game. And I believe that we actually covered one of his leaks on a on an episode very, very long ago. I forget which one, obviously, because it was long ago. But I believe they have been on this show before in terms of their leaking credibility and i believe it is it even a switch 2 though like is it a switch 2 is it a brand new thing it's probably going to be a switch 2 which i just i don't think is smart just because and i say this all the time guys i say it all the time in my shorts in my podcast so i'll just reiterate it very fast for you okay Sequels to consoles never do well. DS to 3DS didn't do any better. NES to SNES did not do any better than the SNES. Sorry, than the NES. Game Boy to, to Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance did not do better than Game Boy. Sequels to consoles never work. And if you're Nintendo, you'd be stupid to do that. I don't care what feature it has. If it looks if it looks like a Switch, and especially if Switch is in the name, terrible, terrible. Not smart. Not smart. Look at your numbers. It's never done better. Especially Wii to Wii U. That was bad. So, unless you want to be in a Wii U situation, I would recommend not doing that. But, 
who knows? Who knows? It could be a, a switch to, but that is the working rumor. Dev kits are being sent out, maybe not only to this studio in Spain, maybe to other studios that, you know, maybe work a bit closer with Nintendo and are a bit more tight-knit and leaks have not come out. I'm sure it's not only this Spanish studio. So yeah, let me know in the comments. Do you believe this? Do you not believe this? Whatever you think on the topic of dev kits, I want to hear it. I really do. With that said, let's get to your favorite segment of the entire podcast, the answering your question segment, where we, of course, answer your questions. Let's go. All right, guys, as we said, your favorite segment, I mean, it must be the answering your question segment. Let's go ahead. Let's not waste any time, although I will waste, you know, a small bit of time. If you want to get your question answered on the answering your question segment, you are able to become a channel member on said YouTube channel here. If you'd like, you can support monetarily for as low as $1.99 a month. And by doing that, why I bring it up is you can guarantee your question to be answered. So we do have, I believe, one member question here from Cam Games. <sighs> Cam, you're great. Anyways, Cam asks, gets first priority question asks if you were granted the ability to have one game series whether it be splatoon mario kart kirby mario party etc to have one high quality game made every year for the next 10 years 10 full-blown high quality games what series would you choose animal crossing all the way my favorite series of all time is animal crossing it's so much so my favorite i can pull out my 2ds right now look animal crossing new leaf is in here Animal Crossing New Leaf is my favorite game of all time. And if you're saying high quality games, I assume that means like mainline Animal Crossing games. Therefore, I would for sure I would for sure choose Animal Crossing. Now, the problem with, with Animal Crossing mainline stuff is like you can only make that every few years because you have to make it on a brand new console. And making those on a brand new console uh, comes hardware improvements. And they don't release new consoles every year so i think it'd be a little bit like a lot of the same you wouldn't see much of a difference between an animal crossing game releasing this year and then one releasing the next year so for that reason honestly because you can't innovate too much apart from you know adding new features i might actually say i'm gonna change my answer maybe you know, it, it would have to be a game that you can add so many new things to, whether it be a, a brand new story, whether it be new features, and not have to worry about, like, hardware improvements. Like, with, with, with Animal Crossing games, the main thing is just, you know, it runs graphically better here from the DS to the Wii, or it looks different. Like, you can't innovate much from game to game. Uh, without spending like five years on a new Animal Crossing game. What you can innovate is a brand new Zelda. My answer is probably Legend of Zelda. Because you can, you know, while it might not change, I guess, graphically too much because the Switch is kind of limited, I would say I would like a new Zelda game each year because they're so good. And if they can make 
a different story for each one, which they obviously would if, if they were to make that. You know, that'd be great. So my answer is probably Zelda, though Animal Crossing is my favorite game series of all time. So it's hard to say that. Then, let's go to non-member questions. We have 10 from YouTube, which I just, I just did one. Then 10 from my Discord server. You can join that link in description. Then, let's go here. C. Colson asks, because Tears of the Kingdom was such a huge game, what do you think the future of Zelda games will be? Another, you know, another open world game, a sequel to Tears of the Kingdom, or some other game entirely? I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So, the next game, I don't think that, you know, if it's like your next biggest, baddest game, I don't think that you're able to... to, to I guess, like, go away from the whole open world thing. I think they should keep that around as it has proven to work time and time again with the success of Tears of the Kingdom, the success of Breath of the Wild. It's such a loved, I guess, format. And while 2D Zelda's great, all Zeldas are pretty much great, I think that you go back to the whole open world thing. I just think it's... I mean, it's certainly my favorite way, way to play. <laughs> that's funny. Because uh, these Switch commercials are like, that's my way to play. I think that's my favorite way to play. 3D, or sorry, uh, open world Zelda, really. I think that's what it should be. What it will be. Like, what do I think it will be? Open world. Yeah, I think they have to. I think they kind of have to. Open world Zelda, I think, is in the future. And then Elias asks, what's your favorite DS game? Love the podcast, too. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Elias. Favorite DS game. And it's it, it, it's so weird. It's so weird, Elias. Because my favorite DS game is my favorite and my least favorite game in a way. Let me explain to you. Animal Crossing Wild World is the answer. Animal Crossing Wild World is my least favorite Animal Crossing game. But it's still, like, it's still really good. It's still good. It just doesn't beat any of the other mainline Animal Crossing games. Like, maybe, you know, it'll beat Amiibo Festival. But in terms of mainline stuff, Wild World, for me, is at the bottom. Largely because it has no holidays in there. Like, if you've played Animal Crossing games, they have the Toy Day event. They have the Halloween event. They have the Thanksgiving event. Not in Wild World. That was all cut out. Not to mention, it's graphically the worst, which... When it's being made on the DS, there's not much that you can do, but it just adds to the fact that it's my least favorite. It's not as enjoyable as a game like Animal Crossing New Leaf or Animal Crossing New Horizons or even or even Animal Crossing even any other Animal Crossing game. It's graphically the worst. So uh, once again, you can't do too much because it's on the DS. But because of that, my favorite DS game because it's still decent. But my least favorite Animal Crossing game is Animal Crossing Wild World. To answer your question, Animal Crossing Wild World. Let's move on to Munch1298YT. They ask, what game do you want most to have a sequel, like Odyssey 2 or something like that? Love the channel. Keep it up. Thank you, Munch. What game do I want to have a sequel the most? Odyssey 2 is a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think what games I've you know beaten recently. Odyssey 2 could be the answer. That could be my answer. I can't think of a game that I've played recently 
that wasn't a sequel, looking at you, Tears of the Kingdom, that I would want to get a sequel so bad. And I felt that way with Mario Odyssey. Mm. I think that's the answer. I think my answer is Mario Odyssey 2. There's just, as I said, no game that I, I was like, I need a sequel now. Odyssey 2 should get a sequel. I don't know if it'll happen, though. Maybe not on this console, on the Switch, because it's kind of getting late to do that. But maybe that'll be shown in some September Direct. I mean, who knows? It, it, it could happen. We don't know. And then we can fast forward. <laughs> fast forward to Toast4128. They ask, do you think 3DS games should be ported to Switch? Um, I mean, all of them. I mean, I would take all of them. If they were ported, um, I think the games that that they're porting, like Metopia and uh, Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon, are good games to port. Now you could port better ones, like A Link Between Worlds. I'm biased here, but Animal <laughs> Animal Crossing: New Leaf. You could port um, Mario 3D Land. Uh, actually, that doesn't make much sense because you have 3D World. Uh, you know, there's better games to port, maybe, but I'm not complaining with with what they are porting. Uh, would I like more games to be ported? My answer is yes. Yes. The answer is yes. I, I, I do. I, I would like a lot more. Because the 3DS had some gems, man. And they made so many Wii U ports. Yes, it's harder to port 3DS games because you, you kind of have to redo them and like make the uh, graphics better. But I would like more 3DS. The 3DS had just as many good games as the Wii U did. I mean, sorry. As many. And more. And more. Then, let's go to UMG3. What do you hope the next Nintendo console will be? Features, games, etc. So, next Nintendo console, I want it to be the Wii U and the 3DS combined. What do I mean by that? Hybrid console. I mean, uh, enough power to run like a decent game. You know, some decent game. I would want 1080p 60fps on a game like Animal Crossing. Right now, it's 1080 30fps. That that can't slide. Dude, the Wii had a better frame rate than that. It wasn't 1080p. But it was for sure 60. So, that kind of sucks. Hybrid console. 1080p 60fps for like all, you know, first party games. Uh, and most of them are that way, but not all of them. Uh, let's go themes on the home menu, home menu music. Every single app has music. Uh, so essentially Wii and, and uh, 3DS. Uh, do, 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 do. I mean, that's kind of my bucket list. If they had all that, that'd be great. In terms of like features and stuff, I would like an online chat, kind of like how party chat. I, I would be more than satisfied if they had all that. Maybe, th this is so stupid, if they could add, like, two cartridge slots, and you could, like, play, you know, one or the other and, like, not have to change them, that that's so stupid, though, that's, that's just stupid, that's my, like, cherry on top, you know, but in terms of games, as you said, features games, in, in terms of games, I mean, I mean, Animal Crossing, Donkey Kong, Mario Galaxy 3, any of those kind of games, I'll take them, then, 
Lucas likes Starbucks 9460. Which game slash game franchise do you think deserves a movie? Smash Bros, Donkey Kong. I love Animal Crossing, but I don't think there's a there's a great movie to be had there. It's also not as big as those two franchises. Donkey Kong Smash and I think a Luigi's Mansion movie would be interesting and you can you can you can kind of bank it off the fact that Luigi was in the Mario movie because I don't think that you know if you go up to your parents right now and say do you know what Luigi's Mansion is I don't think they're saying yes on you know unless you have some pretty hip parents my parents wouldn't know um but I think that because it's it's Luigi, it's Mario's brother, it would for sure sell. And I think that whole game's story is a movie. Like Mario being being captured. And, um, you know, it, it, it would work great. Donkey Kong story, I don't know for sure. Smash Bros story, just 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 have them fight the master hand for like three hours. It, it, it'll, it'll be great. Anyways, then TNK Beatbox asks... What do you think the next 3DS game to be ported to Switch will be after Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? Okay, wow. Next one. Um, That's rough. I was going to say A Link Between Worlds Zelda game. But then I thought they would probably port other Zelda games like Twilight Princess and Wind, uh, and Wind Waker. Um, can I Google some 3DS games? Because I need some, like, buzzwords in my head. Buzz games. Uh, 3DS games. 3DS games. I mean, a a Pokemon remake, X or Y, is always there. Those sold very well. Um, there's not much else. I mean, you could remake Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, but they already did that with, uh, other Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games. Mm, Kirby Triple Deluxe? No, they just ported a Kirby game. I don't know. There's not many options out there. There's really not many. Now, I wouldn't complain with a Donkey Kong Country Returns remaster. However, that's kind of a, a Wii game turned 3DS game. So, so if that counts, I would take it. But there's not many, I would say. So, if I had to, you know, somehow guess, I'd say, I'd say a link between worlds, assuming that the Twilight, the Twilight Princess and Wind Waker ports do not happen, I'd probably say Zelda, a link between worlds. Then, user, I'm not, I'm not reading all this, user HF7NS, I'm not reading all that, says, hi, I listen to your podcast on Spotify all the time, and I wanted to know, one what Wii games would you recommend? Let's go there. Um, Super Mario Bros. Wii. As we just spoke about, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Wii Sports, obviously, is a must-play. Um, in terms of like other games and stuff, Pikmin. Pikmin 1 or 2. Um, Wii games, Wii games. I could give you Kirby, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Any of those games are real great. Hopefully that's, you know, enough. Otherwise, there's other great lists on the internet that lists, you know, some of the coolest Wii games. Then, what is your favorite 
Nintendo console based on the games. That's a good one. Purely based on the games. Yeah, so it wouldn't be Wii U. I think that Wii U has great games, but I think that there are better options. I think my answer is going to be 3DS. It has so many good games. Tomodachi Life, Mario 3D Land, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Detective Pikachu. There's so many good ones. Link Between Worlds, as we keep on speaking about. A lot of good ones there. I'd give you 3DS for sure. Thanks. I would really appreciate if you answered my questions on the podcast. Well, user, your wish was granted. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Spider Fan asks we we have i believe three more and then discord questions what do you want mario galaxy 3 and do you think it has any chance of actually happening i think it's got a chance and i would want it i just i just feel like if it was gonna happen it would have already happened on the wii u and then they would have brought it over to switch i don't think it would take this long for a mario galaxy 3 but I would for sure accept it. I would take it and I'd run with it. <sighs> um, how do you say this name? Kinetic, kinetic Crunch. There we go. Sorry, it, it, it was kind of hard because it's like all lowercase. Kinetic Crunch asks, "Do you miss when Reggie and Iwata were at Nintendo?" For sure, dude. The company was so much better when those two men were there. It was so much better. Like, I think if Iwata was still around, the Switch is very, very different. I think it has themes. I think it has music. I think it has all that kind of stuff. I think it's much more enjoyable for the customer. That's my personal thoughts there. Then, I believe we have one more question. You know what? I'll be nice. I'll do two more questions on YouTube. Uh, Let's go here. McD's Eater asks what's the best third party nintendo games you had played i assume third party games on like consoles from nintendo um best third party games i'm i'm gonna say go vacation go vacation is such a hidden gem i cannot even begin to explain how great go vacation is I'll, I'll, I'll give you Go Vacation. I'll give you Fantasy Life on 3DS. And then I'll give you one more. I will give you... I feel like it'll come back to a Wii game. No, I would get hate for that one. If I said Sonic Colors, people would hate me. Um, I mean, that's my answer. I mean, it's probably because, like, Nostalgia... Sonic Colors is dang good. That's some that's some pure Wii nostalgia though. Um I mean that's what came to my head. That's what came to my mind. I'm gonna give you Sonic Colors, Go Vacation, and what what was the other one? It was um Um Oh my gosh, Fantasy Life. Sorry, we we corrected that wrong. Then one more from YouTube. Creepy Ender Pig asks, do you think we, we will get another Star Fox game? Um, it's, it's rough. I'll say yeah. 
I'll say, I don't know, it kind of contradicts with the whole F-Zero thing, but it's not like, yes, I think yes, yes, we will, but not for a while, not for a few, then moving over to Discord questions, let's go here, host Sam, host Sam, host Sam asks, what game that you played this year made you disappointed, love your content, keep it up, okay, awesome, thank you. What game did I play this year that I was disappointed by? I'll be honest, I haven't played many games this year, but if I had to pick one that I was disappointed by, um, it would have been on the Switch. Can I look at my Switch real quick to determine? My Switch is not there. I put it in my bag. I just got back home from, from a trip. Okay, well, let me use mental math, mental, mental memory here. January was Kirby. I didn't play Kirby. I don't think any have, you know, disappointed me so far, which is great. You know, it's, it's great. I don't think any have, I, w- I would know. I would for sure. know. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anything. Nothing's really disappointed me. You know, I've been playing Pikmin. I played Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, these are solid games, you know. None have disappointed me. Yeah, pretty good stuff, though. You, 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 you really can't complain if no games are disappointing you. And then we've got Luigi Bros 4321 asking, How long ago did you hit 1K subs on YouTube and 10K subs on YouTube? So 1K subs was like a year and a, no, it was like two years, two years and a half ago, which is honestly not that long ago, and then 10k was when I started making shorts, that was under a year ago, which is, which is crazy, that's crazy, pro gamer, what is your favorite Mario game, favorite Mario game is Mario 3D World, and a favorite Sonic game, Sonic Colors, probably because of the nostalgia, but, no nostalgia. Sonic Force. I'm kidding. Maybe Sonic Generations. I'd give you that. Simba asks, do you think the next console will be only digital? This is our fourth question. I think not. No, I think it's way too soon before they go all, you know, all digital. I know Xbox and PlayStation have, you know, one disc console and one digital console. I don't think that Nintendo goes that route. Although maybe in the future, although I don't want that to happen. Lavar says, hello there, Mr. Swizzle. My question is if you have played a Lego game and thank you for picking up that chair. I got so hyped <laughs> for those confused last episode. Lavar asked me to pick up a chair. I was able to, I was, I was able to pick up the chair all good and well. So have I played a Lego game? Very many. I've played Lego Movie 1, Lego Movie 2, Lego Batman. I think I jumped right to like Batman 3, is it? On the Wii U? Whatever the Wii U one is. I've played the Lego Star Wars. Whatever the popular Wii one was, like the Skywalker. Oh gosh. Whatever that popular Wii one was. I've played both Indiana Jones ones. Now, I will give you this. I have not beaten most of them, but like growing up, childhood, Wii games, um, I did touch 
every single one of those. I've only ever beat, I beat the Lego Movie 1. That might literally be it. All the other ones are in my backlog of games that I need to go back and beat. The only one might be Lego Movie 1. Oh, no, hold on. I beat Lego Avengers on the Xbox One. I beat that one. Okay, yeah, those two, those two, those two. Whew, I thought I was a fake Lego fan. Maybe I still am. Nerd asks, if you were to live through any generation of Nintendo again, but forget every other gen ever existed, what would you, you what would you live through? The, the next gen is also an option, but, but it's a hit or miss. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, I would go back and live through the Wii U and 3DS era again. And if I had to pick one only, I would probably pick... I'd probably... Ugh. I'd probably pick Wii U because while I said earlier that the 3DS has better games, one, it's a better experience on Wii U, and two, there's more games on the Wii U that are not on the 3DS, like Disney Infinity, Skyland. Well, Skylanders is on the is on the 3DS, and actually, so is so Disney Infinity is is on the 3DS, but it's not at all the exact same thing. It's like a it's like a whole different game. Skylanders is, once again, better experience on the Wii U. Everything is a better experience on the Wii U than it will be on the 3DS. In most cases, obviously. Like like like, like Smash Bros. 3DS, better on the Wii U. Mario Maker 3DS, better on the Wii U. Like, it's just how it would be. So, I'd say that era. But specifically, if I had to choose one, the Wii U. Next Gen is a good gamble. But it's looking like it'll be a Switch 2. I don't want a Switch. I want a brand new something, you know? Sixth question or so. Sean asks, do you think the Donkey Kong franchise will return soon? I mean, it needs to. It's definitely long overdue. It's long overdue. It's the longest gap in Donkey Kong history. I think it will. I think it has to, like, launch early next year. I think they show it off in September. And it has to release next year. If it doesn't, what is going on with the Donkey Kong series? I have no clue. If that doesn't happen, we will be screwed. I'm just saying it lightly here. Autonomous asks, does M. Swizzle play Smash Bros? He does, but not very often. I'm more so like beating games that I have not, I guess, beaten yet. So... That's kind of what I'm doing right now, but I do play Smash Bros here and there, you know, with with the homies. That's just how that goes. Last time, I, last time that I played was probably like six months ago. You know, not often. Nintendo Gamer here asks, "Do you think that Nintendo will ever make a console similar to the Virtual Boy ever again?" That question, I say no. I think they've learned their mistake. I think you know. Maybe they jump back into VR stuff. They've expressed interest in that through Labo. But I don't think it'll be too similar to the Virtual Boy. And then also, do you think the Kid Icarus franchise will make a comeback? Um, I think it will. I think it will, but in some time. Like, I'm not even sure if that would happen on the Switch, it might be like the next console. I think it'll make a comeback every, you know, every few years or so. I think so. 
I just don't believe it's a super high priority for them. So I'd probably bet on in a few years. But yeah, I think so. And then we have one more question from Mere Astonishment asking, how do you come up with YouTube content? That's a cool one. So after making a thousand shorts, you'd have to think I'm, I'm running out of ideas. Actually, quite the opposite. Too many, too, I have too many ideas. So the thing is, when you want to make a banger YouTube video on the M Swizzle channel, you either A, make content that you like and not even worry about the dang views. That was what I actually did today. I posted a short on this like funny Mario Maker level that I made. Um, and people are liking it. People are currently trying to beat the world record for it. But in terms of like other ideas, if it's not like, you know, some, you know, some, something of interest to me, I'll walk around my room, look at all of the Nintendo stuff. For example, I'll look at this 2DS right here. Best 3DS games, worst 3DS games. Why the 2DS is more comfy than the 3DS. Why you would want a 2DS over a 3DS. Uh, the, th the 2DS camera. Uh, why is the quality so bad? Uh, these buttons. Why why these buttons are better than the 3DS? You know, uh, why the 2DS is better than the 3DS? Why the triggers are better? This cartridge, cartridge in here. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Why Animal Crossing New Leaf is my favorite game of all time. Um, this charge report, that's probably nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. GameCube Joy-Cons here. Why the GameCube controller is my favorite. Why? That's not true, but for example. Um, why you need these GameCube Joy-Cons from Doyoki. Code M, so it'll get you 10% off. Um, or some, some, it's something like that. Uh, you know, whatever. And you just get ideas that way. You can go to Nintendo's website and just scroll and scroll until you get some idea. I won't give out I won't give out all my ways. That's like scratching the, the dang surface. But those are some ways I do come up with ideas. That's not as often though. I have some other, you know, idea methods, and I I I, I won't share them right now. But you know, they're real nice. Anyways, that is it for the Mario Matter podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, becoming a channel member, whatever you did. Thank you so much. If you could please leave us a subscription on the way out, it'd be much appreciated. We are on the way to 300K. Hopefully, we hit that very soon. If you're on Spotify or Apple, I would appreciate if you left us a good rating. Also, I mean, if you're even on YouTube, and you want to go over to iTunes and Spotify and leave a positive rating, I will love you forever. I'll, I'll, I'll love you forever anyway, but like, you know, I'll like extra love you forever. You know, you know, that, that's just like the bond that we're going to have. If you were to go and do that, we appreciate it very much. We, as in me and myself, but you know, thank you all so much for listening. Shout out to our channel members. That's always much appreciated. And with that, this Mario hat. With that, we'll see you next Wednesday for all the news. And I'll see you this Sunday for our channel members who will get an exclusive Mario Matter episode every Sunday. I love you all. Thank you all so much. I'll see you then. Adios.